This is a Poets and Writers page one author reading. To hear more, visit us at pw.org forward slash multimedia or at soundcloud.com forward slash poets and writers. How to Fly Orville had been lying on his back in bed at home for longer than he ever had before. Not even thinking or sleeping or dreaming what stuck about what happened to him holding its weight without knowing how or even if to feel about it. When it occurred to him to look up what other kids on the internet had to say about surviving a shooting. And when he did, he couldn't believe he hadn't thought of it before. Existing with the internet was like that. With too much at your fingertips, most of the time you could only scroll or doom scroll and collect tabs you'd never return to failing to ever land on anything long enough to really experience it as more than a passing glance. But then suddenly you could think of something to look up that you couldn't believe you'd never thought to look up before. Hearing stories about survivors of shootings made him feel so seen he almost felt complete again. And then he experienced deja vu, like this all happened to him before or like he dreamed it a long time ago and was just then remembering the dream. Feeling almost complete was maybe the most anyone could expect to ever feel. But what felt missing from him still was related to the actual hole made by the bullet that had gone into him that they hadn't taken all the way out. He needed to watch more videos. There was this whole side of YouTube consisting entirely of kids who survived school shootings. Some of the kids were too emotional for him to finish watching, and some of them seemed overexcited to share, or for other reasons, cringeworthy. And then some were overproduced and made for TV, lacking in sincerity or honesty, or were staged or felt emotionally manipulative. The ones he sought were the confessional style videos where the kids still didn't know how to feel about it, who reported what happened to them from a distance, who'd flown away that day and were still trying to find the ground again. In other words, kids who felt like he had, because even though he hadn't survived a school shooting, there was no other experience he could think of to compare it to. One kid who always wore an elf hat without once ever referencing Christmas or elf life in his videos, said that native people were the first ones to do a school shooting. That got him mad at first, but then he looked it up and saw that it was true. In 1764, some Lenape warriors went into a school and shot 10 kids and a schoolmaster. What was not recorded anywhere was why the Lenape warriors killed them. It did describe their tribal elders calling them cowards after the fact, and that the Pennsylvania legislature reinstated a bounty for Indian scalps, which may be pointed to why they'd done it. Orville found a whole list of kids shooting other kids in schools throughout American history, long before Columbine. None of the descriptions of school shootings seemed remarkable, except for this one bizarre incident in 1856 where a teacher told his students if they harmed his tamed sparrow, he would kill them. Then when a boy stepped on the bird and killed it, the teacher took him into another room and strangled him to death, after which the boy's father shot the teacher dead. 
He read something about schools being designed in the first place to control people better, to extend adolescence and create more complacent citizens using models they used to domesticate animals. He wanted to know more about that history, but then when he went to find where he'd read that, he couldn't find it. He wanted to feel normal again, how it'd been before the shooting, before the hospital, those years after his grandma took them in, all those years ago. They seemed so good. You could say that about years you couldn't get back, wish for normal when normal seemed to be taken away, even if normal was never all that good in the first place.